0: hey everybody welcome to girls gone christmas a bonus episode from long story short the podcast i'm megan i'm wendy and on these episodes we recap and review and talk about all of our thoughts about movies from the hallmark Channel's Countdown to Christmas, and this week is a very special episode for a couple of reasons. One, we are recapping two movies, and that's A, because this is our last Countdown to Christmas episode of the season, and B, these movies had a little bit of something in common, and that is that their main stars were 90s television TV stars. I was a fan of Boy Meets World with Ben Savage. Big time. Also a big time fan of Sister Sister with Tia and Tamara. Of course, we just have Tamara in this movie. We put it to a vote on Instagram, and the people voted for Love Lights Hanukkah starring Ben Savage, and several people messaged us saying, why not both? So, why not both? Here we are. And we do have a bit of an apology, and that is, we had originally said that this week we would be talking about... A cross country Christmas, and the reason we're not doing that is it has not been on yet. (laughs) I made a mistake in my scheduling, although it is possible that there was a mistake in the Hallmark app. Like I'm going to say, there's a two percent chance that there was a mistake in the app when I was looking at the schedule, but bigger chance that I just made a mistake and scheduled these wrong and the other thing is we had planned to have an episode next week and we've decided that we're giving ourselves the gift of time (laughs) our children are going to be home all next week and so this is going to be our last countdown to christmas episode for this year but that doesn't mean we're done with hallmark movies on the podcast overall (laughs) we'll see which one do you want to do first uh let's do love lights hanukkah first simply because that's the one i watched first
1: Okay, me too. Do you want me to read the synopsis?
0: Please. Okay, so
1: Love Lights Hanukkah. As Christina prepares her restaurant for Christmas, a DNA test reveals that she's Jewish. The discovery leads her to a new family and a new unlikely romance over eight crazy nights. Really? (laughs) That's a (gasps) terrible summary of
0: this movie. I mean, those things happen. I agree. Now, what's your overall first impression of this movie? I kind of liked it. <laughs> I did, too. I agree. I It was a sweet movie. I have lots to say about some of the content, but overall, I thought it was an enjoyable movie. I
1: agree. I
0: liked it, too. I thought it was sweet. It didn't have the
1: Christmas hijinks that I hate. Um so, but I have a lot to say, too. What was your overall impression of the couple? Were you rooting for them? Um, So we're talking about Ben Savage and Mia Kirshner, who I love Mia Kirshner as Jenny Sheckler in
0: The L Word. Like, she's, oh, I thought she was amazing in, in The that. L Word. But I really oh. enjoyed her on this movie.
1: I liked her, too. She has changed a lot. I mean, obviously, a person changes a lot in 20 years i think that's maybe when the l word was originally on i liked her i think she's a good actress i really liked ben savage i thought he was great and i know that this is his first hallmark movie because i did a little research (laughs) and i was rooting for them i did feel a little bit of fun chemistry not like sexual chemistry but
0: fun flirty chemistry i would agree with that i had a hard time I was a big-time Boy Meets World fan. Like, when Cory and Topanga had trouble, <laughs> it really hurt my heart. So I had a very hard time disconnecting adult 40-year-old Ben Savage from Corey from the 90s. So I have
1: no idea what you're talking about because I never, ever have seen an episode of Boy Meets <gasps> <Okay>. World. <laughs> never. So, I mean, I know of the show, but I've never watched it. So, um, so you did not have that mental yeah. block. There's no emotional attachment to uh, Ben Savage as a character he played 20 years ago. Well, look at what I just did there. I was just saying how much I loved Mia Kirshner as Jenny Sheckler in The L Word, (laughs) and I had a blockage there. Okay, full circle moment.
0: Now, I... The second he came in the room, I noticed his voice and I was like, Corey's here. So that said, I did enjoy them. I would agree with your assessment that it's kind of a cute, fun chemistry rather than any sort of like deep sexual tension. But Mm -hmm. again, I think that's going to fall short in all of these movies.
1: Oh, for sure. That's what I've learned now. I should just not ever anticipate strong sexual chemistry. I think that's wise. What did you love about this movie? <laughs> okay. um, Like I said before, I really loved Ben Savage. I think he's a good actor.
0: Doesn't he do a lot of, like, directing? Ben Savage from Boy Meets World is a director now. I guess he directed Girl Meets World, uh-huh. which is the adult's. Spinoff. off I wonder if he and his brother direct together. Who is his brother? Fred Savage? Yeah, I don't know who that is. Oh, yes, Fred you Savage do!
1: From, from <laughs> The Wonder Years? Wonder Years. Oh, gosh, I didn't even realize. Fred Savage directs a lot, so maybe that's where I'm getting these names mixed up, Fred Savage. Whoa, haven't thought about that in a long time.
0: <laughs> My husband has been re-watching The Wonder Years on Hulu, so it's top of mind.
1: Never mind. Anyway, I thought Ben Savage was really good. I liked him a lot. I think we're going to
0: see him in more Hallmark movies. What do you think? I just hope they don't make him like the Jewish movie go-to boy. Right? I was just going to say that. Yeah. So I looked for some reviews of this because I cannot review this movie from the point of view of a person who celebrates Hanukkah. So I looked for some reviews and I read two that had strongly different opinions. One felt cute movie. Nice depiction of Hanukkah. Yes, they had kind of Christmassified the mm-hmm. Hanukkah. The decorations were basically blue and silver versions of standard Christmas decorations. Mm-hmm. But they liked that there was an explanation of the reason behind the celebration of Hanukkah. They incorporated a lot of the traditions. It was definitely Hallmark Hanukkah. Another review kind of came at this from a standard movie reviewer's perspective. And I think we know we cannot look at Hallmark movies in the same light that we look at a regular movie. They're a a different formula. I think they're a completely different animal. And they were saying there's so many more important holidays in the Jewish faith. Why did we have to tie it into Christmas? And the reason we have to tie it into Christmas is because this is a part of a countdown to Christmas series. So Mm -hmm. I feel like I hear that criticism and it would be great if they made movies, right, about the Jewish religion that didn't just focus on Hanukkah. Because I think our go-to is like, let's find a way to tie it into Christmas because then people will get it. Right. That said, this is a series of Christmas movies. They wanted to tie it into Christmas. And this particular story, I think it works. Uh,
1: I just don't know. I think they... Hallmark feels that they have to add a Hanukkah movie because they're trying to capture a, a population. They want people who celebrate Hanukkah or of the Jewish faith to
0: watch their movies on the Hallmark Channel. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Doesn't that make some sense? And this was significantly better than last year's Hanukkah movie. So, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, last year's Hanukkah movie was one of those like um, fake boyfriend girl brings boy home pretends to be her boyfriend so her family yeah but he was secretly jewish and they didn't tell her family that because her family's so into christmas and like he didn't understand any of their christmas traditions it was it was clunky and awkward this was a thousand percent better is there anything else you loved about this movie (sighs) yes
1: So, adoption was a big part of this story, Mm -hmm. and I liked that they portrayed adoption in kind of a positive, healthy, healthy's not the right word, but just like in a positive light. The character played by Mary Lou Henner explains how she was young and married before, and were they married? I can't remember yes, if she was she and that man married were married but then
0: she didn't find out she was pregnant until after she had come back home and left him.
1: That's right. That's right. So I just thought that that was I liked that they talked about adoption like that. That's what I liked about it.
0: Right and her adoption experience was great. She loved her mom. She you know there was no negative Feelings associated with having been adopted. She had this great relationship with her mom. I liked how they had the Festival of Lights. It felt like Hallmark's answer to a standard Christmas festival in these movies and the tree lighting. Mm -hmm. Instead, they had the Outdoor Festival of Lights. I thought that was... Um, nicely done. And they did some you know, exposition explaining Hanukkah so people would understand what's going on. Right. <laughs> I said to my husband, I go, obviously,
1: I'm not Jewish. So I, and I don't practice Hanukkah or I don't celebrate Hanukkah. So there is some things I don't understand. But I was like, Eight nights. I don't want to get together with family like eight nights to celebrate Hanukkah. But I was like, that seems like a lot of effort. Because but like, he- one, they're having big dinners or
0: exchanging gifts and this and that. Blah, 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 blah. Does that happen every single night? The people that I know that celebrate Hanukkah, again, I'm speaking not from experience, typically will do like one big family dinner on whatever night of Hanukkah. And then just their own thing the other nights. Or maybe they'll oh, okay. have like a dinner with friends one night. But I don't think it's like eight nights of Christmas Eve. That feels like a lot to me too. And that's not how I've ever seen it celebrated among my friends that celebrate. Okay, that's all I have for likes. Okay. All right, let's move on to Did You See That? I have so many things to say here. So many things. Okay, I have a few as well. You go first. I have a list. So let me just, we'll just go back and <laughs> forth. My first one is in the very beginning, she's eating dinner alone at the counter with like a nice play setting on a yes! real play. Like, yes. it, when I am eating alone in my house, I'm either on the couch or standing next to the counter. I'm not setting a nice place setting for myself. I thought it was lovely, but do people do that? No, I thought
1: the same thing. I was like, who is going to make themselves a nice dinner just like that? Not, not that She could have brought it home from the restaurant that she works at, but still. Nope, you're not sitting at the counter alone. That was the saddest scene I've ever seen in my life. I thought life. so too.
0: They just needed to really illustrate that she was alone
1: this holiday. <laughs>
0: so- Dead alone. Her first reaction, I have so many thoughts, her first reaction to finding out that she is part Jewish is, I have to learn a whole new holiday. And my my first reaction was, no, you don't. I mean, fine, if you want to, great, go out and learn. But there's no pressure to discovering that in your DNA, someone was Jewish and has passed that down to you. And now you feel like there's an obligation to understand what it means to be Jewish when that's not how you've been raised. Again, no problem with her wanting to, but there was no obligation. They needed a storyline. Yeah, I feel like this movie manufactured conflict over and over where none
1: existed.
0: Oh, that is so funny you say that because I said,
1: this movie has zero conflict in it. A good story has conflict. This has no conflict. Like... No real conflict. The idea that she has to learn a new religion or a holiday or whatever. Stupid. There was also David was going to leave town, but it actually, he was only leaving for six weeks. So that was dumb. Like it was just a sweet story with
0: no rise and fall. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I have another source of manufactured conflict. Here it. That, let's. That is when she meets her biological mother. Now. This is a woman who used a DNA test to find out more about herself and her family. Yeah. Uh-huh, and when uh-huh. she discovers she has family matches online, look, she knows she's adopted. She knows she has a biological and a bio- mother and father out there in the world, at a minimum. Then she finds these other matches. It's funny because I happen to know someone who's done one of these DNA tests, and it will tell you, like, is this your half-brother? Is this probably a cousin based on the level of DNA match? So it's not just going to say, like family match and then oh surprise surprise this is your sister Uh uh-huh she's happy to meet the sister she goes to the sister's home the mother has this like very dramatic moment and then sits down and (laughs) says i'm your biological mother and somehow it's shocking to her that she's now meeting her biological mother her emotions surprised me for someone who went looking for family did it not occur to her that there was a biological mother and father out there
1: right so here's my note drops bomb on christina that she's her biological mom wouldn't christina know that could be a possibility like she knows she's adopted like it's possible she's going to connect
0: via dna test with her biological parents now, This should so be a stupid word of warning DNA tests are a terrible holiday gift because I know so many people who have found surprising family information via these. So unless you are really certain of your genealogy, beware of giving those because there is some shocking information that can be revealed by DNA. Yeah, Yeah, I wrote, did she only want to meet the wacky cousins? Because it feels like she just thought, hey, maybe I have some new friends out there. Not, hey, maybe my parents are out there. I know it's so ridiculous. I wrote when David comes to the restaurant because he has given her a poor review in the past. Her best friend Janet is there, played by Brandy Alexander, who was also in a timeless Christmas. I'm not yes, sure if you really have that connection. And she I says, did. "Why don't why don't you just why don't you just try her lasagna? Okay, why don't you just whip up a lasagna for him? Yes, lasagna <laughs> takes hours. Ever! The kitchen is closed! The restaurant is not running! She's gonna go spend two hours prepping a lasagna? No! There's a pasta dish you can make in ten minutes, but (laughs) lasagna? It should have been dark outside by the time they were eating That was funny
1: that he was like the food critic, but um, again, he didn't have to be. They just needed... Yeah, it was manufactured. Talking about this movie now makes me kind of hate it, (laughs) even (laughs) though I liked it when I watched it. And she was so hung up on like holding on to this restaurant because it was her mother's and this and that and whatever. And I thought like for... I thought she needed to let the restaurant go, even though this was not a part of the
0: story. I was like, she needs to let it go and move on with her life because she's, like, too hung up on grief. Well, and she was too hung up on not changing a single thing that her mother had done, as if that would have, you know tarnished her memory. I wrote stop saying goodbye in different languages. That isn't as charming as you think it is. Oh, that was so (laughs) embarrassing. That was really cringy. I was like embarrassed for him in those moments.
1: Like how you get embarrassed when you see people dance. Yeah. This or sing. Is it dance or sing? Or both. both? This was like, I was like, stop that. Don't do that. Stop
0: that. There's a moment where David says to her, I understand why you don't want it to end, meaning all of her Christmas traditions. They don't have to end. Again, this is manufactured conflict. She does not have to stop celebrating Christmas. She doesn't even have to begin celebrating Hanukkah if she doesn't want to. There's, look, it would be perfectly possible for her to meet her brother and sister and discover that they have a close family friend who is David and they meet and they like each other. And there doesn't need to be, I understand it doesn't make a very interesting movie, but there doesn't need to be 17 layers of conflict in between meeting someone and deciding to start a relationship with them. Sure, but what really was the conflict that he was leaving
1: after the first of the year to go travel? Oh, BTW, did he pitch a book and get a book deal about <laughs> Italian food and Jewish heritage or something like that in the time frame we're talking? In eight days, he pitched yeah. a book and got a book <laughs> deal and then was going to travel to the Mediterranean or whatever? to research food. I was like, really
0: is what <laughs> these people can't get t- their holiday festivals started before Christmas Eve, but apparently book deals work at lightning speed. Seriously. Um, so, I just thought
1: it was ridiculous that he was going to go on this trip and she was just like, I can't love anybody because I've been hurt so badly and I've lost people I love. And I was just like, dude, you just met this guy. Let him go on his work trip and he will return. And then you guys pick it up where you left it. At the beginning of the movie, there is a part where she says something like she just wanted to find some people to love. And I just was like, this is the saddest person I've ever seen on TV in my life because like she did the DNA test. To find people to love and maybe I love know. her
0: back. Uh may good. And are we to believe that she had this great relationship with her mother, but there was no other family involved, and that mm-hmm. they didn't build their own network of friends that were like family to them? You know, if her mother was this person who the community loved so much, I don't believe that you don't have this network of people in your life that you have loved. It's not just your mother is gone and you have no one. Is there anything that you wished for? Uh, I wish maybe
1: I liked this movie better than. You wish maybe you hadn't talked about it. So now you (laughs) you wouldn't have tarnished your memory of the movie. Exactly. I still kind of liked it. I thought it was cute. But I do yeah, too. I don't um, really wish for anything. I do wish that Hallmark would have more than one Hanukkah movie. How about that?
0: Yeah. More than one non-Christmas focused movie, right? Like, can we talk yeah. about other winter traditions?
1: Totally. Why don't they do that? Because they're, because they That's are not who their base is. Promoting
0: it as Christmas countdown. Their Well, and their base is a very, like, conservative Christian group of people. I mean, I know people who are very upset that there are gay characters in Hallmark movies this year. Oh, my goodness. And, quite frankly, good riddance. Keep it going, Hallmark. Don't stop. Don't let the haters slow you down. I have two more things that I liked, actually. One was the sweet father-daughter moment at the end. Yes. I liked that. That was nice. I agree. and I also liked that I wrote that they I like that they didn't wait until the end to start falling for each other. So sometimes in these movies, it's like conflict right up until the last 30 seconds of the movie. And in this, we see those moments where she's like putting her head on her shoulder and she's clearly uh-huh. enjoying his company. And I like when they give us those glimpses because there was a movie earlier this year with Allison Sweeney and it's. She and her co-worker fall in love, of course, but right up until the very end of the movie, they basically hate each other. Yeah. Even though they're secretly falling for each other. And it's hard to believe in those moments, right? I need you to give me the moments where I can see them actually enjoying each other's company and liking each other and i feel like this movie gave that to us in between moments of manufactured conflict so i appreciated that we do have a niece count in this movie and it's in fact a niece and nephew count i liked them i thought they were sweet um i don't even remember them all right what are you giving this out of four stars Uh, two and a half that's exactly what i was going to say yeah sweet fine didn't blow my mind would you watch it again no oh really I thought
1: maybe you're such a ben savage stan that you know <laughs> watch it again
0: <laughs> no he 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 gave me like goofy vibes in this movie like grown-up ben <laughs> savage is somehow goofier than childhood ben savage <laughs> okay. all right shall we transition to christmas comes twice Yes. We're going to change things up, and for this last synopsis, I'm going to read it. Christmas comes twice. Cheryl Jenkins is an astrophysicist who works for the National Science Foundation reviewing grant applications for projects, although she'd prefer to be working on a project of her own. Cheryl heads home to spend the holidays with her family, and first on the agenda is a visit to the annual Christmas carnival with her sister, Trish. That's it? <laughs> it's like Nothing they about just, They just took two sentences from a- us. <laughs> synopsis of the movie and <laughs> and yep that's it that's that's the entire synopsis in the countdown to christmas app
1: <laughs> there's nothing more about this magical carousel that she gets on or how about george
0: <laughs> nothing about
1: yeah
0: or uh, wow. i think they were phoning it in okay so what are your first impressions of christmas comes twice so my first impressions are the same as my first impressions of Love Lytonica and that is that I enjoyed it. I thought it was fine. I have many things to say, but it was okay. What are your thoughts? So
1: I enjoyed it at first mm-hmm. and then I fell asleep. So okay. I didn't I didn't see the end of this movie. <laughs> Wait, still? You still haven't seen the end? No, but let me guess what happens. <laughs> She comes back to the current day
0: and she's in love with George. Is that his name? George? Yes. Now let's Shocker. just, let's just jump ahead to the ending and discuss <laughs> it right now. So she goes, you know, the whole movie happens. She and George are at the carnival and the carousel reappears and <sighs> she's gone to tell George her feelings about him. She's run to the carnival. She needs to tell George how she feels about him. She sees George. George. She drops her scarf. She says, George, a carousel. And then she goes running off. He follows her. And she's like, look, it's here. It's here. And then as I'm shouting at the TV, don't get on the carousel again. She gets on. And she goes, George, I have to tell you. And then it starts to spin. And she goes, oh, no. And I'm shouting, jump off. And the carousel takes her forward in time, five years. She runs to her parents' house. All is well, and then she needs to go run and find George. She finds George. He's holding her scarf, and uh-huh. apparently he's been waiting for her for five years. <laughs> for five. First of all, George, why did you not get on the carousel and jump ahead in time? I don't understand why you didn't just follow her. We're to believe that he's just <laughs> known that she's loved him for five years and has just been waiting for this night five years in the future how did he know when she was going to show up? I don't know. I don't know. It's so dumb.
1: I mean, didn't she think she was going to go back into the
0: current day? I'm sure if she that's got what back she on it? Of course, that's what she thought. I don't understand. <sighs> she didn't have to get on. She was about to tell him how she felt, and she's so amazed to see the carousel that she steps on it, and it propels her forward in time. I hated the ending of this movie, I'll be honest. Oh, my
1: God. That's so funny.
0: Is there anything you loved about this movie?
1: Uh, Not really. I I loved her coats. Oh, me too. I did. Yes, 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 yes. I did notice her coats were very beautiful. And it makes me want to live in a nice cold town where I can have a selection of beautiful coats to wear. There was one scene though; she was wearing a white coat. And I was like, ah. It's going to get dirty. Like I would never choose a white coat to wear. These are my thoughts while I'm watching these movies. Yes.
0: It was it, her coats were beautiful though. I enjoyed that. Also, she apparently has not aged in the past 30 years because she How has the old smoothest is she? skin I've ever seen. She's got to be at least 40. No, really? 42 years old. No way. She looks like a baby. Yeah, that's wow. skin amazing. Wow. Amazing.
1: I have a few things to talk about here. First of all, too much science talk for me. I was like almost out with all that sciencey talk. Like when they were like doing the, um, when they were doing like the after-school science program or whatever nonsense they were doing, and she was brings the lights and is talking about how lights work. I was like, we're trying to keep my eyes open. (laughs) It was so (laughs) bored. But I also think the point was for
0: you to be bored at that point, right? Like, they're trying to show how bad she
1: is at it. Yes, but then I still was bored when they all went on their field trip to the Christmas carnival and whatever they were looking for, I don't remember because I was dozing off. So too much science talk for me. And then when she tells her former teacher that she's time-traveled, the teacher's like... "Ah!" That's possible. Like, doesn't think maybe we should get her examined? Maybe did she hit her head? Like, what's
0: happening? What I don't understand about the former teacher, we know that in the next five years, this teacher is going to die. And her mother says, nobody could have known she had a heart condition. She had a heart condition. She could have warned her. She couldn't have said, hey, maybe you should just get a checkup this year. So I thought she meddled too much in her sister's life. Who freaking cares? Uh What was so bad about her sister's life that she had to stop her from being in the restaurant business other than like it was a hard business to be in? I couldn't tell if I had missed a step. I didn't understand why she was so dead set against her sister being in the restaurant business, why she wanted her to... Be a real estate agent yeah she kept interfering with i wrote
1: she's a debbie downer because she just would always tell her sister that's a terrible idea don't you know that this about don't you know oh that was awful she meddled too hard in the
0: sister's life not enough in the teacher's life i agree she's talking to her mother and you know she's saying would you change anything if you went back in time and she said she would fix past mistakes I just don't understand why they would not. She did get a chance to tell her teacher how much she meant to her, which I appreciated. Well, I
1: think her biggest, like, past mistake was that she took that job. There was too much hijinks with the seeing that guy in the grocery store, and then she goes and sits down and has, like, an interview with him. Just say, no, you don't want the job. (laughs)
0: But what I don't understand is, I wrote, she clearly doesn't want the job. Why does he want her there? Because in the interview, she's saying, I don't think this is a good fit for me. And he says, we can make it work. We can make it work. She doesn't want it. And then when she finally tells him no, they changed the entire job. I don't. It's not that hard to turn a job down. (laughs) I mean, just say, I'm sorry. Thank you, but no, thank you. Well, that's what I was going
1: to ask. Like, whatever resolves with the job. Did she get the job she wanted or did she become a
0: teacher or did Both. What? So she oh, gets God. the job, but they're going to allow her to work part-time from whatever this hometown <laughs> she's in. And then she's also going to teach part-time. It It felt like a very quick tying up of loose ends to make it work so that she <sighs> and George can be together. Best part of this movie? George. Oh, I loved George. I thought he was funny, good
1: looking. Yeah, I thought George was probably the highlight of the movie.
0: Very natural to watch. He didn't feel like he was struggling to act these lines. Do you ever see him in any other movies? He's been in several Hallmark movies. He's also in Christmas on Wheels, which comes out on, I believe, Christmas Eve on It's a Wonderful Lifetime. Prime placement. Well done, Lifetime. He's played a character in one of our favorite shows, The Bold Type. He
1: was Landon in one episode. I don't remember. It was a great show.
0: Terrible last season, though. Is there anything you wished about this movie? You wished that you Uh, had fallen asleep.
1: I just, yeah, I wish that it kept my interest for an hour and 40 minutes. I feel like
0: it was all over the place. Uh, My least favorite part of a time travel movie is the confused arrival when they're like stumbling around trying to figure it out. And she even sees the posters that say like, buy your New Year's Eve tickets 2015. And she's like, these are old. Come on. What are Get these with old the posters?
1: Program faster. Yeah. <laughs> Running the city streets to <laughs> her parents'
0: house and they're not there than to their old parents' house. Yeah. Come yeah, on. They, they drew that out a little bit too long, the confusion part. Mm. When she and George are walking and they're about to kiss and her phone rings and she stops and reaches in her pocket to answer the phone. Do not answer your phone. Did we not learn anything? Anything from Laura Linney and Love, actually. Every time I watch that movie, I hope she won't answer her phone. Why do you answer your phone when you're with the guy? Because it might be an emergency. Have the emergency after you have the kiss.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I have one. Did you see that? So at their Christmas carnival, which was kind of weak, there were a ton of people there for... for this big annual event, right? Which I guess is probably a COVID issue because they couldn't get a ton of extras or whatever. (laughs) Every time they showed the Ferris wheel, there's nobody on it. It's (laughs) just going around and there's not a person on it it's hilarious to me
0: also the berry go round that made me laugh yes yes
1: yes they that was empty too except for there's one scene you can see there's a person on it (laughs) but for the most part was empty
0: that poor person had to write it over and over seriously
1: but then it made me made me wish that like our town had a little christmas carnival like how fun would that be like why aren't there more christmas carnivals and festivities in my city
0: Okay, so what are you rating this movie? This movie gets a two for me. Uh, it gets points for pretty actors and actresses, and loses points for storyline that I was not terribly invested in. I
1: yeah, I'm gonna give it a one and a half. Ooh. It was a, it was. What did I give that other time travel movie, A Timeless Christmas? Um, Look, I, I thought John this was a, that... I thought this was a better time travel story. Okay, but it was, still was. Uh, not a great one so i give
0: it a one and a half i agree and that this was better than a timeless option. christmas mm-hmm. ah.
1: and i hate the title of it too
0: yeah <laughs> someone... christmas comes twice so dumb someone commented in our votes that you should always vote for the unintentionally sexual title <laughs>
1: Right? I told my husband. I wasn't going to mention it here, but I was like, this is a
0: highly suggestive title, if you know what I'm talking about. If, oh all right, friends. Thank you once again for listening to this episode of Girls Gone Christmas, a bonus episode from Long Story Short, the podcast. Now, we will not have a new episode next week, but you should be following us on Instagram because we will be continuing to watch Hallmark movies. and We'll be sharing our thoughts there, along with all of our holiday hijinks. No time traveling carousels there probably (laughs) we will be back on january 5th with brand new episodes until then catch up on past episodes leave us the lovely gift of a rating and or a review hop into our facebook group which is long story shorties visit us at meganandwendy.com send us an email meganandwendy at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you happy holidays everybody bye Bye.